0: Hello everyone, it's Hannah Nieves of the Thrive Society podcast and today I have the privilege of interviewing Melissa Litchfield, owner and founder of Litchfield Media, a digital advertising agency for online female entrepreneurs and digital course creators. Melissa specializes in helping other business owners market their products and offers with content marketing, sales funnels, and paid traffic. She currently lives in Savannah, Georgia with her three-year-old daughter and husband, Nick. And on today's episode, we are talking all things organic and paid traffic. So let's get started. All right. Hi, everyone. It's Hannah Nieves of the Thrive Society podcast. And today I have Melissa Litchfield of Litchfield Media. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to chat more. Me too. Me too. So tell the audience who's not familiar with you and your business, who you are, what you do. Tell us a little bit more about your agency.
1: Yeah, so Litchfield Media is a done-for-you ad management agency. So I typically work with digital course creators, female entrepreneurs that have some sort of online coaching business where they're offering products or services, whether that be um, a course or sometimes it's a group program or sometimes it's their high-level mastermind, really utilizing digital advertising to enhance and grow like their visibility or maybe it's widen their audience pool um so yeah that's what
0: we do at Litchfield Media. Awesome, awesome. I love your your story and I know you shared it with me prior but I would love for you to share how you ended up in this space. Why did you move into the space and create this agency? Cuz I just love your story so much.
1: Yeah, so um we'll go way back to 2012 <laughs> when I got a master's in public health and I thought that was like what I wanted to do at the time. You know, I saw that like the, you know, I looked at nursing as a career, a career potential. And you kind of have to remember that I am a military wife. So like I do move around Mm -hmm. a lot and I kind of had to follow my husband's career wherever we were stationed at or wherever Mm -hmm. the next place or we're going to move to. So it, it took me a while to really figure out what I wanted to do. But at that time, I was like, oh, I'll just do public health. You know, it seems like the health and medical field is something that's always going to be there, you know, wherever we do end up moving. But what I, come, what I came to find out was um, when we moved to New Orleans after moving from Massachusetts, after I got my master's, I was like, wow, this public health thing kind of sucks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, I was like, this whole health policy thing is so boring. I I was working for a nonprofit. And I kind of like dabbled into like health and fitness at the time I was doing a network marketing, you know, beach body thing. And I loved it. I just loved like working for myself and I love social Mm -hmm. media and marketing. Like that's really where I I learned how to market myself and learned about like an online business essentially. But from there, I I ended up taking a Facebook ads course. Ironically, it was an Mm -hmm. online course. Mm -hmm. I think I paid like $300 for it at the time. And I learned how to do my own ads and I just started dabbling into social media and digital advertising for other small businesses. And after I had my daughter, that's kind of like what I was just like trying to get into. And I was like, all right, I was pitching myself to like other brands. Mm -hmm. Uh, I didn't realize this was pitching at the time, but I was like, (laughs) I love your product. I would love to work with you. I am, you know, a social media expert. I can do the ads. I can do Facebook ads. So I, essentially, I was pushing myself to, like, brands that I already loved working with because I was talking about them already on social media. So, mm-hmm. um, and then shortly after that, I did end up landing a remote, like, full-time job at a um, marketing agency. So I, I actually ended up working with, like, really big top thought leaders in this industry, like Boss wow. Babe. Boss Project. And one of my other clients was Melissa Ramos from Sexy Food Therapies. So so yeah, I got a ton of experience like on live launches and evergreen funnels and webinars, like literally was just immersed in, you know, this new world of digital advertising. Like I was familiar with digital advertising, but with the online, you know, digital product space, Mm -hmm. um, like, you know, info products essentially. That was a little new to me. So um but yeah now I have my own agency. I left my nine to five. I was just overworked, underpaid, you know, that typical Mm -hmm. scenario. And I was like, dude, I'm just gonna go all in. I'm tired of like working for somebody else. I'm tired of just not believing in myself, you know, and I was like this can work. I just have to like
0: stick Mm -hmm, with it and
1: go all in, you know. So
0: so so good and i love the content that you put out it's so helpful if you do not follow i will put her in the show notes too so you can follow her instagram but you focus a lot on the paid but also the organic traffic that you have right so can you talk a little bit about the organic side of content marketing do you have any tips or recommendations for people before they get into paid any tips on on organic
1: Yeah, definitely. For sure. And I heavily preach this not only on my Instagram, but like to my clients. I was like, you need the paid to go with the organic. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, the organic to go with the paid or else it's just not going to work. Your ad campaigns are going to flop. Focus on. So what I like to tell my um, course students, because I do have a content master academy course around organic marketing essentially, organic content marketing, pull your audience, right? Even if you don't have any clients yet and you're new to your business, reach out to someone that you think would be the perfect potential client to work with, right? And mm-hmm. just ask them questions, like what are their pain points? What do they struggle with? How can you help them solve their problems? And that's where a lot of your content is gonna stem from. I also like to kind of scroll through like my DMs, like what are some constant like, frequently asked questions that are coming up, you know, in the DMs. Let me create some content around that. And it just shows you as this expert and authority in your space, just by providing, you know, educational content or even just relatable content that people your ideal client can relate to. That's cute.
0: <laughs> I love that. I love that. And organic content is so powerful, especially when you're selling, you're launching. So how would you recommend people to utilize and funnel that organic traffic into a sales funnel, into something where they're selling or launching something?
1: Yeah, so I was actually just looking at my numbers um, on my backend because I do have some passive product, passive products, um, not just my done-for-you services. I highly, truly believe in diversifying your income and having mm-hmm. different streams of revenue. So I was looking at uh, a freebie that I have on my website. That's the only place it's linked right now. I don't drive traffic there. Somehow people just find me, right? And I have a tripwire essentially. So after they opt into the freebie, there's a tripwire. So it's about a $27 product. It's just a very low ticket offer. And that brings in sales organically like every week. Wow. Um, but if you were to, I know, right. If you were Crazy. to set up all these things in place. So like we could talk about like Pinterest is another avenue that you can generate just like a funnel, so to speak. Um but Instagram, your Instagram bio is the perfect place to place that link to your freebie. And then you're promoting it via stories, Instagram TVs, you know, just content on your feed. That's how you're going to drive traffic to your funnel, right? Love People it. aren't just going to magically <laughs> mm-hmm. like fall into your funnel. You do have to do the work to get them there. But like once you have all these things in place and you have like a system and it's all automated Then that's where you see like, like where I am now in my situation. It's like, oh, I have people opting in. I don't even promote it. It's just somehow maybe they're finding me on Pinterest or maybe they find me via like a Google search and they opt into my freebie there.
0: So good. I know I saw that Instagram story about like the, the course that you're saying that it's just like pulling in sales and you're not advertising it, which is so incredible. So when do you utilize the paid traffic and when is it used? How do you use it or any tips on that?
1: Yeah. So I always tell my clients that a good way to test to see if a funnel is working is to send organic traffic there first. Mm. If you see your conversion is at least like two to three percent, that's a great way to test, you know, just cold traffic. Those are some cold traffic metrics. But if you're even higher than that with your warm audience, then you can have like a good sense or a good idea of like, okay, this is a good funnel. It's converting organically already. Let's try some paid traffic to it first. Right. I I hate to like, just say like, just go with paid traffic and try it and test it. Cause there is a risk. There is a risk of there. Potentially you'll be losing money. But if you already see it converting organically, it's like, yeah, why
0: not? Why not like fuel the fire? You know? Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that. And so you utilize those Facebook ads, those Instagram ads. Do you do Pinterest too, or is it just the Instagram, Facebook?
1: Um, everything's organic on Pinterest for me. Um, I personally don't run ads for myself, but I have in the
0: past to just grow my
1: email list because I can, but
0: (laughs) I (laughs) love that. So any tips to, with like freebies, opt-ins, do you recommend if someone is newer in the, in their business that they run ads to a freebie? Should they wait until their email list is at a certain size?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, you really don't have to wait, but I would love if everyone listening today in incorporates a tripwire Mm -hmm. of some sort after someone opts into the freebie it's only going to help offset your ad spend so um some tips for people listening today for their tripwire to make it like irresistible it's just to over deliver right make it priced like put the price point at just something that's just like a no-brainer price for whatever you're offering Um, i like to kind of bundle things together so say like you're a money coach for example and you utilize certain spreadsheets with your one-on-one clients. Why not bundle those together, right? And sell those as a tripwire for like 17 or anywhere from like 17 to $27. It's like a sweet spot from what I see. And your thank you page essentially is the tripwire's like mini sales page, you know? So mm-hmm. just make sure it's very clear, like who this is for, who it's not for. Agitate their pain a little bit, you know, what would life be like with these spreadsheets? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) I love that. And for those that do not know what a tripwire is, can you go into what a tripwire actually is?
1: (laughs) Yeah. So it's just a low ticket offer that appears on the next page. So typically when you opt into someone's freebie, the next page you see is just like, thank you. Now go check your email inbox, like for the thing you just opted into. But essentially it's kind of like wasted space, right? Like there's opportunity there for you to be like, whoa, 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 wait up before you go. I have a really special offer for you today. And then like go into exactly Mm -hmm. what your tripwire, what your offer is. It's basically just a small, like
0: low ticket thing for sale. Yeah. So good. So good. And that can funnel back into paying for your ads, which then Mm -hmm. packs people at the top of the funnel to move people down. Love that. So mm-hmm. last question on ads before we shift a little bit, is there a recommended spend or, cause I, I get that question a lot from people like, well, how much should I be spending on ads specifically? Like, do you have any tips on that and how to gauge how much you, you should spend?
1: Yeah. So, and in, in brand new people to ads, I get this question too, a lot. I, I like to say, start off with $25, right? $25 in the first 24 hours, you'll be able to test Five different ad sets at $5. So that way you can at least see what's working, what's not, turn it off, and then just keep one of them running at $5 a day. So whatever ad creative version wins, you know, always be testing more than just one. (laughs) Mm -hmm. People tend to kind of lump everything together and put all their eggs in one particular basket, so to speak, or one ad set. Um, But make sure you're testing at least five different audiences with a couple different pictures, find the winning ad set, and then just keep that one running.
0: I love it. I love it. This is so good. I feel like we could talk so long about ads because I have <laughs> yeah. questions and I feel like a lot of people have questions too. So kind of shifting gears a bit and talking about, this is my favorite part of the conversation and I always love to bring in, because as an agency owner and you're a mom, military wife, moving on the go, you know, I feel like there's a lot of experiences that you've went through when you've built this agency. Cause I mean, it's just incredible, like what you've done since you've lost your nine to five job. job. So, and this is why I even started this podcast to begin with. So can you talk to us like from a personal perspective, has there been anything in your business that has helped shaped you or impacted you to move you into the trajectory that you are now? Anything that you like to share for like words of wisdom?
1: Yeah. So I was thinking about this question because I got, you know, you sent me the questions ahead of time and I was like, you know what, this is way before I even started a business. But when I was pregnant with Natalie, my daughter, she's three now. Um, so I think three years ago, um, mm-hmm. I had this, like, I had this idea in my head that like, I wanted an all natural birth. <laughs> I don't know why. I, maybe I was just like crazy on mm-hmm. hormones back then. Um, but I I looked into it. I researched it. I had it like set in my mind that I was going to do this certain thing. You know, how many people told me like, oh, you're going to want the drugs. Oh, <laughs> you're not going to want to do that. (laughs) You know, like so many people were telling me like, oh, I don't know if you're going to go through with that. You might need a C-section, you know, all these different things that people are telling me, like putting their own beliefs and ideas Mm -hmm. already in my head before the situation even happened. And I was like, you know what? No, I'm going to do it because I want to do it. And I feel very strongly, you know, about it because X, Y, and Z, I'm going to prove them wrong. So that same like mentality that I had back then, I implement and do in my business, you know, it's like, I'm going to prove them wrong. I know I can do it. Um, it's, it's obviously not going to be easy, right? Childbirth was not easy, but I feel like it was total a mindset thing, you know, Mm -hmm. and obviously having someone support me, I had a doula. So I hired a doula back then and it's kind of like the same thing in business, right? We need a mentor. We need someone to support you. You need a team. My husband was there, you know, during birth um, for Madeline. So I just feel like no matter what it comes down to, it's, it's really about mindset. And if you really believe truly that you want something to happen, you just need, it's a mindset thing and you need the support. You need the support. Mm -hmm. You really can't do it alone.
0: Wow. That was so, so beautiful. And it's so true as an entrepreneur, there are so many people that will, you know, inflict their opinion or you should do it this way because it works. And at the end of the day, it's your business. And that's why we all went into the business of being our own boss. So we can make those decisions ourselves. So I love that. And having the support of people around you has just been so, so incredible. And you know, just being from in a mastermind group and myself as well, just having the community of people who are like-minded is just so, so powerful. So I love that. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit more. How can people work with you? Do you have anything up and coming, any courses or anything that I can drop in the show notes that will help people when it comes to Facebook ads, organic marketing, content marketing? Yeah, for sure. So there is a
1: free Facebook ads checklist. Like before you run an ad, this is exactly the steps that I go through with my clients in my agency. So it's free, download the checklist, check out my funnel, you know, like you'll awesome. see the tripper and everything. It doesn't hurt to like opt in and see what other people are doing. It, it will give you inspiration and ideas
0: on how to implement the same thing in your business. So. Awesome. Awesome. And, and where can people find you on Instagram and what's your website?
1: Yeah. So Litchfield Media, my last name, L-I-T-C-H-F-I-E-L-D-M-E-D-I-A. That's me on Instagram. And then the same litchfieldmedia.org is my website. So
0: Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to link all of that in the show notes because I feel like we're going to have a lot of people who are going to be asking questions about this. So (laughs) thank you so much for hopping on and just sharing those nuggets of knowledge when it comes to Facebook ads and content marketing. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah. Thank you so
1: much. I enjoyed talking about all the things marketing and life.
0: <laughs> yes. We need to do like a part two of this. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Melissa. Wow. Wasn't that incredible? Melissa is such a powerhouse when it comes to digital advertising. I hope you found that helpful. There were so many nuggets of knowledge. I will link everything in the show notes for you. Stay tuned for the next episode. And if you like what you hear, please leave a review so greatly appreciated. Stay tuned and I'll catch you on the next episode.